This is AgriPulse Daybreak West for Friday, November 12th. Good morning. I'm Jeff Daly. Here's today's headlines. Driscoll's raises its voice in Sacramento. UC A&R invests in rural recovery. An outstanding 21 vintage and Glasgow's unfinished business. Driscoll's to step up engagement with legislature. CEO Miles Ryder said that Driscoll's, a leader in the berry industry, has been remiss in communicating with the legislature. Speaking at the California Economic Summit on Wednesday of this week, Ryder said there has been tremendous misunderstanding of how the industry functions. I see things come out that don't make any sense at all, he said. Ryder detailed how the company plans to be a leader in sustainability initiatives. A new pilot project, for example, will test new recyclable packaging to cut down on single-use plastics. Driscoll's will be upping the game on water use as well and plans to power all cooling facilities with solar or other renewable sources. When we set the targets, this can be really serious, he said. No greenwashing. Ryder called himself a bit of an oddball in the industry for thinking water should be much more expensive as a market-driven approach to demand reduction. UC A&R dives into rural development issues. UC Agriculture and Natural Resources announced at the Economic Summit a new partnership with the California Stewardship Network to invest $3 million and 15 advisors at accelerating economic recovery in rural regions. They will bring new expertise to developing broadband, small businesses, and ag technology. Some will find new uses for excess forest biomass or build water justice policies. Others will focus on disaster recovery, housing, and indoor agriculture. For California to thrive, these working landscapes must be managed to yield economic opportunities now and into the future, said UCANR Vice President Glenda Hummison. Heidi Dill Drum, co-chair of the California Stewardship Network, described the initiative as bringing science and solutions to our unique regional problems. Despite drought, venters report outstanding quality. A new harvest report by the Wine Institute shows the 2021 vintage will be one of the best in recent memory. While the drought has reduced yields, vintners report outstanding quality and great concentration of the fruit. Light rainfall for Paso Robles vineyards, for example, led to smaller canopies and vines that will yield wines with more intense mouthfeel. Picking began early in many regions with some several weeks ahead of the standard harvest period. One Fresno County winemaker said the season progressed without extreme heat events or impacts from wildfire smoke. U.S.-China climate plan includes addressing ag methane. The COP26 International Climate Conference is wrapping up today after two weeks in Glasgow, Scotland. The conference has put unprecedented focus on agriculture's potential role in reducing emissions. But a key highlight of the closing days is a surprise joint declaration by the U.S. and China to work together on ways to reduce greenhouse gas emissions. The agreement is short on detail, to say the least. One thing the two countries say they would do is meet in the first half of 2022 to discuss plans to reduce methane emissions. 
The measures under discussion will include incentives to cut methane emissions in agriculture. And why it matters? China accounts for 27% of global emissions, far ahead of the United States that accounts for 11%. That according to a study by the Rhodium Group, a nonpartisan analysis firm. COP26 President Alok Sharma said yesterday that the U.S.-China agreement does help to provide some momentum, but emphasized that he and other officials are trying to achieve an agreement involving nearly 200 countries. The goal is to keep within 1.5 reach, he said, referring to the 2015 agreement of Paris to keep global warming well below 2 degrees Celsius and preferably closer to 1.5 degrees. Now keep in mind, Sharma said negotiators were, quote, still some way away from agreeing on very critical issues. Those issues include Article 6, the rules around international carbon accounting and trading. Branstead, U.S. China need to extend Phase 1. Former U.S. Ambassador to China Terry Branstead tells AgriPulse he met last week with U.S. Trade Representative Catherine Tai and urged her to negotiate an extension to the Phase 1 deal with China. Chinese agreement to purchase U.S. ag commodities under the deal expired December 31. I think we need to see Phase 1 extended, Branstead said, on the sidelines of the Midwest Agriculture Export Summit in Sioux Falls, South Dakota. It's been great. We had record sales of corn, soybeans, and pork to China. Branstead and his former chief of staff are starting a consulting group to advise parties wanting to do business with China. During his trip to Washington last week, he also met with China's ambassador to the U.S. Farm equipment sales stay strong. Sales of tractors are up 11% through October this year compared to the first 10 months of 2020. That according to the latest data from the Association of Equipment Manufacturers. Sales of self-propelled combines are 24% higher year over year, AEM says. Combined tractor and combine sales, 21, also running ahead of the most recent five-year average. Here's today's He Said It. There are people who are literally breaking their backs right now, harvesting food that will end up on tables like this. That Michael Weinberg, CEO of California Ford, as he opened the second day of the economic summit. Weinberg added that we are really failing the people who are supporting us. And state leaders, quote, have a sacred duty to get it better this time through investments in rural communities. Well, that's Daybreak West for this Friday, November 12th. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak West, I'm Jeff Nally.